0: Church Weekly Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message from Pastor Mark Board. For any other messages or other resources, please visit us at lcboise.com. Uh, we want to go this morning to the book of Acts chapter 16. Acts chapter 16. Anybody come expecting God to speak All right, a few of you did. How many understand that when we we minister in a service like this, it's not all about what I know, what someone else who speaks knows. Uh, You know, I don't want to cap it there, because I've, I've found by experience that God will do more than we have prepared. And we've prepared good things. But he'll go beyond that, and he'll he'll give us things that uh, that are rich and beneficial to our lives. He did the other service today already. Went beyond what uh, what I I knew or could or could say just with my natural knowledge. And so we trust for the Spirit of God to, to reveal and do things. And 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 when we do, come on, we come in contact with some good things with an ever present and all sufficient God who. Uh, who does all things well we, we started last week with a new series of messages uh, called the deciding factor all right are you ready for, for some more of that today the decide do you have any decisions to make today tomorrow or just in your life uh, we all do I know the answer but uh, you know there's right ways to make decisions and wrong ways and, and I, I want to continue today talking to you about the will of God in your decisions and, and following His plan. Uh, in all of our decision making, we should remember uh, the way that God is, His character, His nature, the way that He thinks, and how He will, how he will lead us, how He will guide us, uh, because His leadings Always contain His blessings. Are you with me? If you're interested at all in, in God providing for you or blessing you in, in various ways, know that His leading and His blessings are tied together. Alright, His provision is on the path that He would lead you in. In other words, if He tells me to go one way, I can count on the things that I want and desire to be in that direction. And if I were to ignore the leading of, of God, the leading of the Spirit, then I go a different way and I wonder, well, why isn't this working? Or why are things missing in my life or absent? Well, it's because they're right over there. You now, what's over there? That's what the Lord told me to do. <laughs> that's where he led me, and I've chosen to walk a different direction. Now, there's no doubt that there are some things in life that he leaves up to us. We have freedom, and sometimes it's right or left is my choice and God's blessing is either way. Huh? But there are other times in life where that's not the case, and we really do need to seek him. But there you know, it is a problem when, when believers don't inquire. When we say, Jesus is Lord, I'm, I have the Holy Spirit inside of me, but we do not inquire of Him when we're making decisions. And, and we're not even asking, should I? How should I? When should I? Uh, we're just figuring it out and going from there, okay? As children of God, we have a great advantage of the wisdom and, and the you know, the all-knowingness of our Father that we should take advantage of because He's willing to lead us with it. He's willing to help us in all these situations. But knowing His faithfulness, basically it allows us to conclude certain things about what will happen when we follow Him. Even if He doesn't say, I'm going to provide and do all these things for you in your life, we don't have to have that word. He doesn't have to tell us that a million times for us to understand that that's His character. If He leads us to something, to do something, to, to uh, give something, to go somewhere, I can count on Him. Well, I can do the math and say, okay, here I am. There's God. He loves me. He's faithful. He told me to go this way. That's going to work out just fine. It's going to be, everything's going to be okay. I'm not going to walk into lack. I'm not going to walk into trouble. I'm not going to get, uh, you know, I'm not going to fail in this endeavor. Why? Because within the Lord's guidance is everything I need to succeed in my life. So that's why this is one of the most important things we could talk about. Can you see that? I mean, if I could learn, if I could get this, I'm set. I am laughing in life. All right. Uh, In Acts chapter sixteen, I want to uh, continue this thought here, verse number six, Acts sixteen six. Now, when they had, now they is Paul and his companions. They're traveling and doing the will of God, preaching the gospel. When they had gone through uh, Phrygia, Phrygia, and the region of Galatia, they were forbidden. By the Holy Spirit to preach the word in Asia. Now stop there for a moment. Let's think about that. They were they were forbidden by the Holy Spirit to preach the word in Asia. Will the Lord ever tell you not to go somewhere? There's an example right there. Sometimes you'll be heading a certain direction. He'll say, no, no, do not go there. And you might not understand why. You may or you may not know the reason. But know that this is a fact. This is part of the way God uh, deals with us. If we're about to go the wrong direction, He'll say, don't go there. He'll say, stay away from that. Now, you could analyze and you think, well, what's the deal here? What's the Lord have against the Asians? Doesn't He want them to, to, to hear the gospel? Does, did the Lord, was the Lord opposed to the people in Asia hearing the gospel? Of course not. He, I got to preach the word in Asia last month, and he was fine with it. In fact, he, he was there providing and, and doing, doing good things. But he told these guys, no, don't go there. Don't. How many understand that uh, when the Lord tells you not to do something, and we have precedent here. This will happen in our lives. in some. I'm not saying every day. But this will happen. Uh, when the Lord tells us not to do something. I can kind of figure out maybe why it might be the case. What? It might be that going to Asia will get me in trouble in some way. There's going to be a problem. There's going to be danger. There's some things aren't going to work there. Or I'm just going to waste time. Uh Here's another reason why maybe I shouldn't go there and I should pay attention to the Lord. Because if I'm there, I'm not here. And it might be that when I'm there, uh, I'm not able to do or experience or receive or anything what the Lord had planned for me over here. Well, I say, I don't have any direction to go over here, but if you have a direction not to go there, then here is left. But by ignoring the warnings... And the directives of God that say don't do something, we are cutting ourselves off of many of the potential good things, God things that will happen in our lives when we're in the right place at the right time. And how many know you can't be everywhere at once? I can't. I can't do everything. Say well, the Lord doesn't want them to him to preach the word in in Asia. Well, not him, not at that time. Why? because he had to be somewhere else yeah how I many you know because of our limit our limited uh, ability and resources and 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 so forth uh following the spirit of god opens by by closing one area off by not doing one thing it opens the potential for something else if if i had a hundred dollars and uh and someone came to me and they were in a hard situation. They were they were hurting, and they needed a hundred dollars. And I thought, hey, you need a hundred dollars? I have a hundred dollars here. Here's a hundred dollars. You know, I mean that sounds good, doesn't it? Sounds godly, sounds right. But I didn't seek the Lord. I didn't ask Him at all. I didn't inquire. I wasn't paying attention to that in any way. And then I, so I give my hundred dollars to this person. You know, and then the next day, the, I see come into another situation. And the Lord deals with me. The Spirit of God put, just drops it in my heart. Give this person, or give this minister, give this, uh, give them a hundred dollars. And I think, well, I don't have a hundred dollars. Well, why don't I have a hundred dollars? Because I didn't, I didn't pay attention to him the first time. I gave my hundred dollars somewhere else, and now God wants to use me, and someone else has been praying. I don't know about this other situation. All I know is what the Lord directs me to do. And for whatever reason, he wanted my $100 here. But I already spent it. See how how being led by need is not not the answer in life? Being led by a circumstance or the pressure of someone else. People pull on you. They want you to do certain things. Come here. Come here. Do this. Spend your time with this. Give your money here. Do all this. And people put pressure on you to do things. Listen, I need to recognize that they don't know everything, I don't know everything, and I can't be following everyone's desires around. I need to be a spiritual person where I will pay attention, and if the Lord gives me a no, yes, that's right. Even if I don't know why, it might be because something's coming up tomorrow. It might be because if I, if I follow through on that, uh, it's going to hurt. <laughs> yeah? And so we want to be spiritually minded. Let's, let's continue on in this verse 7. It goes on to say, after they had come to uh, Mysia, they tried to go to Bithynia, but the Spirit did not permit them. So here we have it again. They tried to go to Asia, go to Bithynia. And the Spirit kept saying, no, no, don't go there. Let me stop for a moment again. Do you see the mindset of these believers, though, of Paul and his companions? They weren't sitting around forever waiting for something to do. What were they doing? They had a mindset to... Let's go. Let's do something for God. We have things that people need. We know stuff that they need to know. And so we're, we are goers. Uh, the mindset is we are going to do things. And the Lord had to interrupt them to tell them, no, slow down. I don't want you going there right now in this situation. I don't want to be the kind of person that's always sitting back waiting for something to do, waiting for. Well, the Lord hasn't told me. Well, it looked like they were going to go anyway. Meaning, they were taking steps. Let me say it that way. Taking steps. What steps are you taking? In what way are you giving something uh, uh, for God to use? In what way are you getting the car rolling so he can steer it? Right? Verse 9, and a vision appeared to Paul in the night. It's one of the ways the Lord will... Deal with us through visions. A a, a man of Macedonia stood and pleaded with him saying, come over to Macedonia and help us. Now after he had seen the vision, immediately we sought to go to Macedonia concluding that the Lord had called us to preach the gospel to them. And I find this interesting again. See, we're talking about how, how the Lord would lead us to make decisions that are right. He had this vision and it was this guy saying, come help us. Now it was a vision, and so they figured out, oh, that must be God telling us to go there. Have you ever wondered when you read stuff, why did? The vision was of God. You can't produce that on your own. Why wasn't it just Jesus saying, Paul, Macedonia? <laughs> why is it like that? Why do they have to see the guy? I don't know. <laughs> But you can see that the Lord will guide us and direct us and help us to be in the right place at the right time. And it doesn't always look the same. Sometimes it comes in this vision form and you have to figure it out. Say, huh, I saw this. I believe the Lord wants us to do that. Then as you go, well, we know from previous that if I'm doing the wrong thing, the Holy Spirit can stop me. He can say, no, stop. Don't do that. Don't go there. But they concluded, they concluded correctly. Just as we studied last week about Abraham concluding that God was going to raise Isaac from the dead. You take the parts that God reveals to you and you put it together and you start moving. And as you move, He shows you and He guides and directs. And uh, and, and and good things happen. Praise God. Sometimes there are visions and dreams that need some interpretation to them. Uh, there are words of prophecy. How many know the scripture tells us that we prophesy in part in other words we don't prophesy the whole thing we would all love to see the whole thing but the Lord will very frequently give us a little bit well what do we do with the little bit well that determines what you get next see when you take what he does give you a word it might not be a paragraph or a sentence or you know a book it might be a word a word from God You, you take a step on that word and then it unfolds from there but this is frequently how the Lord leads us he doesn't just speak uh, and tell us the whole the whole thing, but he gives us part, and we need to take steps to begin to move on what he reveals. Amen. But every time God shows you anything, and he does, and he is, and he will continue. Every time he shows you anything, get excited. Yeah, even if he's telling you something and you don't want to hear it, because <laughs> because why why do I say get excited? connected to his guidance is everything else your needs connected to his leading is provision all your provision for your life is going to be in that path connected to his leading is blessing the blessing of god connected to that is is opportunity you're you're going to you're going to have the, the right opportunities that, that you desire connected are people the right people, divine appointments and connections, God is setting it up. They're in the path that He leads you in. Huh? Within, within that guidance is the ability to fulfill it. If I walk away from it and doing something else, I am totally limiting my, my potential in life, my ability, because I'm walking away from the grace that enables me to obey and to fulfill God's will. I become all I can be only when I do it, do it His way. Huh? And, uh, and also, of course, there's re- reward for obedience. There's a whole bunch of good things in that path. And if you will follow it, if you will walk that way, the, 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 these things will be a part of your life. To discover it is of great value. Because He'll never, ever lead us into failure. Thank you, Lord. So to hear God's voice, I can see this is one of the greatest things we could ever learn in life. One of the most important things we could ever get a hold of in life is to know, to learn His voice. You think about how much time we spend learning and giving ourselves to various things in life. Uh, education, for example, meaning to the development of the mind, educating ourselves. And I'm, in saying this, I'm not opposed to it, and it, I'm pro-education. But have we? Maybe elevated the intellect above the spirit we absolutely have and people people get saved they try to relate to God on a mental level I have a mind relationship with God no God is spirit but we have you know the reason it's kind of there's probably a lot of people right now going huh what does that mean it's because this very fact exists in our in humanity and in society today. People don't know much about spiritual stuff. They know about mind. They know about, you know, mental faculties. It's all about mental education. And no, it's not. There is a higher way. That should be subject to spiritual stuff. To our, our spiritual life and relationship with God. And you see how... When, when we make decisions why the only thing we know is pros and cons well this is what i can see this is what i can figure out well uh there is a there is another aspect to this and that is your your relationship with god your spiritual relationship with god it wasn't too long ago i mean from god's perspective from my perspective it was a long time ago uh, where adam walked in the cool of the day with god I mean, with god in the garden and he spoke to him They would have conversation, and then even after, after they got the boot out of the garden, they would still just hear God's voice as if it was normal, as if it were every day, as if it were the way He planned it. Even Cain and Abel, they had a sin nature. I mean, they had fallen, fallen humanity. Yet, there still God would speak, and they would just hear God just like they'd hear anybody else. And now, people, you know, many places they talk about hearing from God, and they think you're you're weird (laughs) you heard god's voice (laughs) and that's weird to you see i think you're weird (laughs) i mean but how strange is that our god our creator he wants to talk to us but yet we're not even on the same frequency we know you know we'll develop the mind and develop the body and people will spend all kinds of energy and money and on their diet and exercise and take, we know about the body we know about the mind but people know so very little about spiritual things and this is what we've got to elevate because if we're going to make right decisions every time i mean just never get it wrong we just make right decisions if we'll hear from god that'll be the case and then we will walk in his blessing and his provision and his power we'll walk in everything that he has everything that he is and so uh amen Again, many times we just neglect spiritual things and focus on uh, the limit the limited parts of us. Jeremiah, do you have Jeremiah? I found this book in the Bible called Jeremiah. Let's go over and look at that. Jeremiah forty two, chapter forty two. What is the basis for making decisions decisions in your life? Uh, I know it begins with this. It begins with a commitment. To God's direction you know in the Old Testament uh, you frequently read about Israel when they were uh, had an opportunity to go to battle there were a lot of wars we have records of the nation against nation and what they would do is when they were doing things right when they were living for God they would inquire of the Lord and they had to do so through a prophet back then Uh, but when they inquired of the Lord as to what they should do they knew if the Lord tells us to go That equals success. Do you know that it's still the case that way? That's still the way things work in, in, in God's system. If He tells you to go, you're good. You'll succeed. Everything will be there that you need. So I don't know if I'm supposed to. Well, that's why this needs to take prominence in our lives where we train ourselves to just seek the Lord. Concerning decisions, we're asking Him, what should I do? Should I put my money here? Should I not? Should I be in this relationship? Should I not? Lord, what do you want me to do? Help me to see what I don't see, and then trust His direction. Huh? Uh, and you know, life is not all about just claiming victory in whatever we choose to do. Uh, we we talked recently about the authority that the believer has in, in Jesus' name in his place. And uh, and we even talked about rebuking storms like he taught us to do. Deadly storms can be stopped with the, with the person who knows better. And uh, But you, you know, you also read in Scripture, you remember there was a time when Paul was, he, he was under arrest and they were shipping him to Rome and he was getting on the, the boat and the Lord told him ahead of time, he said, this voyage is not going to be smooth sailing. That's my paraphrase there's going to be a lot of a lot of danger here. Uh yeah, he was subject to them and he tried to tell them but they didn't listen. But how many know sometimes if the Lord tells you no danger ahead watch out this is not going to go well that's not the time to stand up and say oh no but I rebuke it in Jesus name. Huh? No that's the situation where we follow that leading and that's where you blend this this uh, decision making by God's guidance with the authority of the believer and because if you're good to go then you stand against anything that comes against you and you resist the devil and he'll flee from you but I'm not going to separate that from uh, from God telling me yes or no or go this way or go a different way everybody okay Jeremiah chapter 42 verse 1 reads now the captains of the forces, Johanan the son of Kareth, Jezaniah, the son of Hoshiaah, and all the people from the least to the greatest came near and said to Jeremiah the prophet, Please, let our petition be acceptable to you and pray for us to the Lord your God for all this remnant, since we are left but a few of many, as you can see, that the Lord your God may show us the way Which we should walk in the thing which we should do. Sounds good. Then Jeremiah the prophet said to them, I have heard indeed. I will pray to the Lord your God according to your words. And and it shall be that whatever the Lord answers you, I will declare it to you. I will keep nothing back from you. So they said to to Jeremiah, Let the Lord be a true and faithful witness between us. uh, If we do not do according to everything which the Lord your God sends by you whether it is pleasing or displeasing, we will obey the voice of the Lord our God to whom we send you, that it may be well with us when we obey the voice of the Lord our God. So notice that language, how they connected doing what God said to it being well with them. Do you connect that Do you want it to be well with you in your life? I want it to be well with me in my future. How can I be assured of that? That it will be well with me if I do what the Lord says. Yeah? And and so they had that part right and it seemed good, but there's revelation coming. Because here's the deal. They were saying the right thing, but they had something different in their hearts they had their mind made up already as to what God was going to tell them to do. Because they had figured it out and they decided we're supposed to go. They wanted to go to Egypt and we're supposed to go there and uh, we're but we're going to make sure and pray about it. Because Christians know, you know, you don't make a big decision without praying about it. So you make up in your mind what you're going to do ahead of time and then you tag on the end. Oh yeah, let's pray about it. Right? Right? <laughs> That's basically what they were doing. Uh, if you skip down to the 20th verse, notice it reads, Jeremiah is saying here, he said, for you were, you were hypocrites in your hearts when you sent me to the Lord your God saying, pray for us, to the Lord our God, and, and according to all that the Lord your God says, so declare it to us and we will do it. He said, you were hypocrites. You weren't going to do whatever the Lord told you to do. You were going to do whatever you decided to do. But you knew you're supposed to pray about it. You knew you're supposed to inquire. So you're going through the motions. But God told you to do something different than you wanted to do. So what you did is you decided to say what God said was not really God. And that's exactly what they did. Could we ever be guilty of, of doing that today? Because sometimes when a word comes through another means. Other than Jesus standing before us and instructing us. Can you say and that might be most of the time yeah it comes through a different way then we have the ability the potential to disregard it and say ah oh, that's not God because what if it came through I don't know me what if it came through someone else what if the Lord brought a word it's easy when they when someone has their mind made up that this is what I'm going to do this is what I want to do that if the the direction of the Lord comes, That and it's anything other than that we set it aside and say well that's not really God and I don't want to be guilty of doing that here's how how we can avoid that obviously it's all all up to us whether we're hypocrites or not are we seeking the Lord sincerely are we genuinely saying Lord right or left whatever you say I'm going with it But, but it would help us if our commitment to God um, would be to his will and not just I'm going to pray not just I'm going to try I'm literally and genuinely committed to his will in the matter that's the only time I'm open to seeing and to hearing yes or no amen look uh, let me read this to you John chapter 7 John chapter seven, verse sixteen, Jesus answered and said to them, My doctrine is not mine, but it is his who sent me. Verse seventeen. If anyone wills to do his will, if anyone does what? Their will is to do his will. Not their will is to get God to agree with them. Not their will is I hope I can find a scripture that validates what my lifestyle No, my will is to do whatever He wills. And if it's totally different than what I want, I'm holding His will as supreme and superior in my life. Jesus said, if anyone wills to do His will, he shall know concerning the doctrine, whether it is from God or whether I speak on my own authority. He's telling these guys, I'm getting what I'm getting from God. And here's the, here's the deal, if you truly want the will of God, you're going to know whether I'm telling you the truth or not. If your heart is to have His will, you'll know what's right and you'll know what's wrong. But if our life is so clouded by our own will, meaning my desire for something is so strong, I am hindering my ability to hear from God. I will not be, all I'll hear is confirmation of what I wanted to do. Has anybody ever been there before? You wanted something so bad, and you prayed, and the only thing that was there was what you wanted. And you couldn't hear anything different, because in reality, you weren't open to anything different. You were closed to anything other than what you wanted to do. And that's a good way to miss it. You know what? It's possible. possible. Is that what God wants you to do is what you want to do. But you never get to that place unless there is a willingness to do things right. This plays out often when emotions are running high. You really want something. You really feel it. It can come in a relationship. Sometimes you you really want that person. They are your all in all. They are your everything, right? Right? And, Lord, is this the, is this right? Is this relationship? You want me to be with her? You want me... And, and uh, certainly you're going to say, yes, Lord. <laughs> I've heard people say, how could the Lord let me even feel this way if He didn't want me to be with her? He, he didn't want me to be with Him. Well, listen, that's not the Lord letting or not letting. That's just, you feel it. Yeah. It's, you have emotions. You like them. You whatever. But... But that's why we recognize in situations where we are, our will is invested big time that we have a difficult time hearing from God. And it takes more time. And sometimes we've got to back off and say, I've got to get to a place in my heart where I would be willing to hear yes or no. I've got to I've got to be willing to hear go or stay, willing to see give it or keep it. Huh? And if we can keep ourselves in neutral regarding decisions like that, then all right, Lord, now I'm ready to to get some clarity here. I'm ready to get some direction. I'm ready to get some insight into your plan. Remember, God's provision and God's blessing and God's people and God's opportunity they're not all tied to your will. <laughs> they're not, let me say it this way, they're not all tied to your plan. They're tied to his plan. And so you want it. Huh? Well, what if the Lord tells me this is wrong? Then it is wrong. And agree with them as quick as possible. You know what I mean? I'm to say, Lord, I'd really like to do this. And the Lord says, I don't want you to do that. Good, I didn't want to do that either. In fact, more think about it. <laughs> I, I, no, no, I never liked it. <laughs> You're right. You're right. You're totally right. See, well, I make that. A, we make that adjustment in our heart, and then we set ourselves up for success. Amen. We set ourselves up because he'll never lead you into failure. He'll lead you the right way. Amen. Amen. See, my heart. I want to convince you, if I can. I mean, I can't convince. It's really the spirit. If it succeeds. <laughs> I want to convince you to be fully committed to doing things God's way. To following His direction in all of your decision making where you say, okay, I need to make a decision here. But the Lord's way is always going to overrule. If He gives me a direction, if He gives me freedom to make a choice, I'm looking for wisdom. But if He's he's got something He wants me to do or absolutely not do, stay out of Asia, you know, or whatever. Uh, Stay out of Bithynia, go to Macedonia. Uh, If He wants, I'm doing that. I'm, actually, I'm committed to it. I know it's right for me, for others. It's the perfect scenario when I can hear from God and get direction. All right. But, and, and then after that, then, then we're going we're gonna to break this down even more and talk about how. And talk about how to hear. Uh, let me read Isaiah 1. Isaiah 1 and verse 19. It reads here, If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. You see the character and nature of God? Starts with, you start, starts with us. if we're willing, we need to be willing. and if you're obedient, that means you go where he tells you to go you do what he says to do. And then what happens? Come on, you're eating pizza and <laughs> you're eating ice cream huh <laughs> uh, or whatever you like. You're eating the you're eating the good of the land. Say that's a pretty low standard, Pastor. Pizza. Well, I mean, I, I meant good pizza. I didn't mean the cheap stuff. You're eat you'll eat the good of the land. You can see it again within the Lord's guidance. If I obey and follow Him, what happens? I'm walking into His provision. I'm entering into what He had already arranged. I didn't see it, but that's where I walk by faith. I didn't see I didn't know it, but I'm walking into good things in my life listen to this from the living bible same verse if you will only let me help you if you will only obey then i will make you rich then i will make you rich Why? that's consistent with who god is he wants you he wants us to succeed he wants us to be in the right place he didn't want paul and his crew to fail in asia or to miss out on the macedonian call Because that guy would have been left without the gospel being preached. If they would have overridden that word from the Lord. And went to Asia or went to Bithynia. But notice the Lord wasn't rebuking them for doing. Let's get going. Let's get doing something. Let's get going somewhere. But then the Nope. Don't do that. Nope. You're going to miss out something over here if you keep going that direction. And this is where we want to tune our ear and, uh, and grow in our, our spiritual relationship with God. Develop spiritually and not just mentally and physically. To where this becomes normal. He guides me. He orders my steps. He leads me. At times He'll stop me because I, He sees something I don't see. At times He tells me to do something that I... Mm, I don't know. But I'm, I trust Him. But we've got to get to a point where we're developed in this area so that we can hear and we do recognize and we intentionally look for his guidance in our lives. We hope you enjoyed this message. Find our other messages on iTunes or visit our website at lcboise.com and follow us on social media, Life Church Boise. Thank you and have a blessed day. (laughs)